oh Jesus so I kind of I did a kind of a not a deep dive but a you know a shallow dive into Scientology I just kind of looked up stuff a bit last night and a bit today looking at a lot of stuff on TikTok kind of accidentally I started like looking up other stuff like looking for guests and then I stumbled upon first thing I saw was I saw a load of videos of this lad. I don't know where it was. It was in America somewhere. Oh, it was in LA somewhere because outside the, there were stars on the ground. And I think that's that's in LA, yeah. Um, but he was basically, like, it was a church of Scientology and he was just stopping people going in. He was like, it's a cult, it's a sect. I don't know what a sect is. Maybe that's like, is that, I don't know, is that a different language or cult? But he was basically stopping people going in. Like, obviously what they do is they fucking, they say, oh yeah, do you want a free personality test? I've heard people say that all the fucking results are probably the same, like they're all just fucking generalised, which they probably are. Um, so basically the whole idea, obviously, if you don't already know, if you've been living under a rock, like the whole goal of Scientology is for them to get the money off you. Um, and they kind of have to, they're trying to make you believe you have something wrong with you. So it probably, it does work on a lot of people and it's a key manipulation tactic to them say, they, they feed on like the insecurities you might have about something, I don't know what the fuck it is. But... <clears throat> And then they're like, oh, no, we can sell you this course now to fix you. And then, obviously, people are really, really insecure. It, like, taps on their nerves and like, fuck, yeah, sure, I'll buy that, sure. And then they'll be sorted. And then they just keep reeling you, reeling you in. I was looking at a video, actually, about Scientology. And I don't know, because it was a lad from America who said he went in and it had, like, a, a camera on him. But obviously, like, a camera on his glasses, so I didn't know it was him. But he was in one of the, the church sessions, like, and... I don't know, is this just... But the... Whatever you call it, the pastor, whatever the fucking... The name of the priest is up at the top. He said... He said, sit down in your seat. He, there was a big group of them in the room. Obviously, there was just... The camera was on him, but I, I knew there was other people in, in the... Whatever you call it, in the mass or the fucking... <coughs> whatever them cunts call it. But... Um, <coughs> sorry. He said it about 20 times, like, sit down in your seat. I was like, are you in your seat? And then sit down in your seat. I'm assuming it wasn't all in the same minute passage, but he had a big compilation. And I knew it was said different times because he wasn't saying it in the same place. He was like, he was looking different ways or his hand was in a different place. So I knew it was different. And he kept saying, sit down in your seat. Are you in your seat now? Sit down in your seat. And I was like, Jesus Christ. It just seemed, it seemed kind of, like I know it's a simple thing. Like it doesn't seem, it shouldn't seem intense or anything, but it just was weird that he kept repeating it. And, uh, it seems like a very brain. It's a very brainwashy kind of like. Obviously, it's a cult like, so that's kind of what they tend to do. But it's just weird because usually you look at cults and like now probably should have looked up this before I said it, but that I know of, there's no celebrities in the fucking Ku Klux Klan, so I don't think there is or the KKK. If you don't know what that is, um, that's something I'd love to do a deep dive on. That that is so interesting. I was in a museum there ages ago back in I was abroad. And um, it was just a, it was a museum, it was a museum about a city, like, and I was just looking in it, and it was just a little, there was a, there was a part in it about the KKK, like, I don't know, was it something got to associate with the city, but they had two of the uniforms there and stuff, so um, it's a very interesting and kind of, you know, um, what's the word, chilling kind of a, kind of a group, but Scientology is the same, like. Like there's a Scientology place in Knock Line, and this would worry me a slight bit now. Scientology place in Knock Line, and I was told about that. There's a dance class that goes on there now by people like people. 
like there's only I think these are like ten or eleven years of age. Because I, I know someone who knows someone else, I think a family, someone knows someone else, that said they'd be always in there dancing. And one of the Scientology lads, if they had a, if, like you said, let's say if one of them had strapping on their ankle or if they'd, well, if they hurt their ankle or, you know, like you'd have an injury in dancing, like obviously, they'd be like, um, oh, we can say a prayer for that or we can say a chant for that or something like that and we can get it sorted. Like, and be coming into them the whole time. I'm like, that's. Jeez, like, that's scary shit. Like, that's fucking abuse. Like, that's pure abuse. Because them cunts are so good at manipulating you. Like, they probably... I suppose what they'd have is... I'm trying to think... Did L. Ron Hubbard... Now, he was a science fiction writer, but... They probably have this, like... Like, the human brain down to a T. And they probably know that... If they ask a load of people for a personality test... They probably know that a good, like, certain amount of them are going to be incredibly insecure about one or two things. And all they have to do is try and pick out them two things and make it kind of look like they knew it already. And that's probably what it is. Like, if you're just guessing and you look kind of aimless, they're probably going to know you're like, these lads are talking shit. But it's scary how manipulated they are. But the fact, I can't believe what kind of a fucking dance club or whatever you call it, a dance group. You know, imagine, imagine being over a dance group and saying, yeah, yeah, we'll just play in the fucking, we'll just, we'll just dance to the Scientology quarters. Like, it's fucking, it's fairly disgusting, like, Jesus Christ. I actually can't believe someone. Like, Jesus Christ. It's, 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 it's scary. It's actually scary because, like, I, I drove by there once and I was tempted. I was, because I had one of the, one of the topics I had down on this was, like, to literally just knock on the door and just see what happens. But I was looking at videos yesterday and I was looking at, like, reading stuff and, like, people from America. Like, I've looked at a lot of TikToks from people from America who've gone in to the Scientology buildings. And they, like... Look, you can probably get out, but I suppose it's kind of people... I think what scares a lot of people is, like, they're... They don't believe that they'd be mentally strong enough to just get out of the place. And they feel like they get manipulated, like, you know, that kind of way. They feel like you get trapped in there and they kind of don't let you leave or something. And then you're trapped and you're like, fuck, what do I do? I'm in the Scientology place. And then you kind of feel like they're just going to imprison you, like, and there's no way out. That would be my fear. That's why I wouldn't go near the place because I feel like they could lock the gates or they could fucking... Like, I feel like they'd just be... They'd just be really mysterious cunts. Like, they could turn off... Like, do you know the way they could do something like the likes of, I don't know if they do this, but they could fucking t- switch off the internet or switch off the power so you can't contact anyone, then you're stuck. And they'll just kind of bit by bit wear you down. So I wouldn't, that's what changed my mind. I was kind of going to do it and then like, like record it or something, but like, is it fucking worth it? That's the thing. Like, I don't think it's worth it. Because like, these lads don't answer to anybody. Like, the, the fact they're even, there's a registered cult allowed in the fucking country in the first place kind of shows that there's not going to be much done about it. It's probably one of the biggest fucking buildings I've ever seen, and it's in the fucking country. It's a massive amount of fucking land, one of the most idyllic looking places in the country. But it's fucking full of cults. It's it's not full of cults. It's it, it is a cult. So that kind of makes me think. And you know, it's really. Um, maybe it's just that I'm like used to looking at really like shite gardens and stuff all my life. But the garden looks really pristine, and maybe I don't know why, but I associate that with you know. That is just run by fucking freaks. Like, do you know the way everything just looks too perfect and it's like, it's it's like you're expecting this really smiley cunt to come out and meet you. It's kind of like some sort of a horror film, do you know that kind of way? That's what it feels like. But I was listening to two Johnnies, what kind of brought this on again was, I was listening to the two Johnnies um, talking about Scientology and they got a, they got correspondence in, this was years ago they were talking about this, but they got correspondence in about someone who used to cut the lawns in the Scientology place and... 
so he wasn't a Scientologist. This is just used cut the lawns. I don't know how the fuck he got a job there, but anyway, because I thought this their big thing was if you're not a, if you can't have any contact with people who aren't Scientologists. So you'd hear the stories of there's a great documentary actually. Fucking hell, where where was it called? Um, yeah, it was on. Um, it was on TV, the old TV three. If you, it's Virgin Media now, but it used to be TV three. And like Kira Doherty, I think it was Kira Doherty. You're one from Donegal. She was she was one of the ones doing the documentary. But it was all about families who had someone that got wrapped up in Scientology. And I think it was was it a family? It was like a daughter or something. And they said her mom got caught up in it and said she wasn't allowed to talk to us or anything. So like there was literally no contact anymore. And she just got brainwashed to a point where like they didn't see her anymore. It was like it's fair fucking scary. Like imagine that because like. I know someone actually, like, I know someone that my family knows that a, a friend of theirs knows that works. It's kind of, I'm not going to say the exact link because then it's not fair. But, like, they're in Scientology abroad and, like, someone who had a lot of money and it's just, you know, it's obviously gone now. Because I don't know that they just feed on that. Like, because you see celebrities in it as well. But anyway, the two Johnnies were saying about the your man cutting the lawn. Cutting the lawn in the Scientology place. And basically he'd walk into like their canteen and everyone would just go completely silent and just stare at him. So I feel like it's, it's a, you know, it's a level of people that you're, you don't like most people aren't going to understand. Like they're not normal people. Like, and they're just kind of like extremely like emotionless. Like they're kind of like robots is kind of like how I'd like picture people. If I was to see someone who's in Scientology, but the scary thing is like you could literally be on a night out in town or something. Not that I'd be out there too often. But like there could literally just be a Scientology fucker right beside you. I don't know how what the how many of them are, there is, but like I don't know, maybe they don't leave the quarters. I don't know how much freedom to have, like um I know they wouldn't have the likes of Tom Cruise fucking locked up in the place, but I don't know what kind of freedom to have. I must actually look that up. Cause like is it just like a fucking Magdalene Laundries where you're just stuck there? That was I could have used another reference, but um, Joe, are you just literally stuck there all your life and you can only go out to fucking play on the pitch? And all actually, another thing about the to Johnny's uh, correspondence, the pitch was the pitches were never used, but he cut them every week, rugby pitches and soccer pitches never fucking used. Um, so I don't know, it's weird, but they're weird. They're weird fucking people. In fairness, they're very weird people, but there'd be that fear that like, you know, that they'd come for you. Like there is that kind of fear they don't really have anyone to answer to because technically there really because there probably isn't there well there obviously mustn't be there's no laws against being a cult or there's no laws against like there must there must be some because like surely there has to be something illegal about like manipulate like there's fucking there's people get done for um you know, for tricking someone about their mortgage. Like, is this not... Or tricking someone about a fucking pension plan. Like, is this not kind of the same? Like, they're kind of tricking you into... You know, it's financial manipulation or whatever the fuck you want to call it. So, like, surely the fuck that's the same thing. Like, if a... I remember a few years ago when the tip... A former tip goalie got... So, there was something about that. That he was something with a pension and an outlet. I don't know what... That was all... That was just the headline I heard. I'm not, I'm not going to say on the more because I can't remember what it was. So, surely the fuck... Lads who go on go out in the fucking street. Like if that lad went out in the street and was like, Oh, do you want a pension plan? Yeah, we're gonna come in and we're gonna take twice the fucking money off you and give you half of it. And you know, get you know, we're gonna take fucking we're gonna take a load of money off you and you're gonna get fuck all out of this pension plan. Like that's then yeah, he should get something done about that. Like, cause that's bollocks. So then 
a lad who just goes out in the street, dresses in a fucking tie and a a little waistcoat, is just allowed to go, oh yeah, do you want a personality test? Come in and fucking lie to your face and basically imprison you in there and take all your fucking money and not let you talk to your family anymore. Oh, sure, that's fine, yeah. So it's mad the power these cunts have, like, it's, it's like anything, it's it's fucking power, like, do you know? Because I, I don't know how much money they have, but I'm assuming it's a fucking nice bit because they do charge a shit, a shit amount for their stuff. Like, like basically, to get to the top level of it, so, I'm, so I've been led to believe, you have got to buy, you've got to buy your way up to the top, basically. So maybe that's why Tom Cruise did the top, but maybe it's not because of his Scientological, you know, intelligence ranting, or is, you know, is he so good at Scientology? I think it's just because he bought loads of shit and he probably just got to the top. He probably bought the biggest book. So it is, it is a scam. Like, it's a scam because if getting to the top of something requires money, then obviously they're just going to manipulate, manipulate you in any way they can to believe that all you have to do is pay us money and you'll get to the top of this fucking chain. A chain that's like, the founder of it literally was was heard was was quoted saying, "Easiest way to make money is to start a cult." Like, and I I don't know. Like they obviously they idolize this lad, and any interviews I've seen him with him in, he looks like a bit of a fucking looper. I know. Look, my knowledge of Scientology wouldn't be much compared to most people. Like most people who be, you would have done a deep. As I said, I did like a shallow dive into it, like not a deep dive. But he seems like a weird fucker. Like, and anyone I've. Tom Cruise is a weird fucker, but a lot of celebrities are weird fuckers. So in fairness, maybe it's not the Scientology that made him weird. Like, Tom Cruise there, wasn't it a few years ago he fucking screamed at all lads in the set? Now that's, in fairness, there's a lot of lads that are like that. Like, that's just people want to be successful. Only that's, like, the Scientology's fault. Can't really blame them for that. But it's weird. Like, he has, like, say what you want about, say what you want about Tom Cruise, but he has lost two wives because of Scientology. And so if you think... That it's gonna, you know, if you want to join Scientology tomorrow and you're gonna not find a nice woman in there, it's kind of unlikely because there's probably no one fucking sane in there. You squirt with Nicole Kidman, I actually didn't know that. And then Katie Holmes, I didn't even know her either. So, yeah, you squirt with Nicole Kidman and you had two kids with her, so fucking hell. And he was married for 11 years, I think, and he was married to Katie Holmes for five years. And now he can't even, he doesn't have, yeah, Katie Holmes is full custody of that child now that. He, she had with Tom Cruise just purely because she was fucking she was only a kid and she was ended up going to all the Scientology fucking things and she was in a school that was like Scientology led and like that's fucking weird like in fairness like I don't know what you expect like but you can't really like bring your kid to a something like that and not expect your or the mother to be fucking kicking up about it like because I don't know when he got into Scientology but by the sounds of it he kind of got into it a few years into when he was with Nicole Kidman and then she was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, fucking kids here and you're going off, going off there every Saturday, like, I thought you were in the pub. Like, it's a weird, you know, for anyone normal, like, if fucking, like, if I had a girlfriend who was in Scientology, I'd be pretty fucking, you know, you'd have to fucking break it off them or like, if I had a friend who was in it, like, you'd be kind of thinking, Jesus, what the fuck are you going to do to me? Like, um, it is a weird, weird... But look, as you say, like, he's lost two wives. So everyone who says, oh, Scientology is the key to happiness, like, I know it's not all about getting married, but, like, he does have three kids that don't fucking speak to him. And he has two wives, ex-wives, that he was married to for the sum of 16 years that he doesn't speak to either. So I wouldn't count that as an extremely successful, you know, relationship life. 
in my opinion, like whatever getting divorced, getting divorced because you're in a cult is kind of, it's kind of not really acceptable. Like it's not as if like, I don't know what he's like. Is he a real kind of dick swinger? Like is he one of them real successful lads? Now in fairness, he's done well, but a lot of people wouldn't watch his films anymore because he's in Scientology. Like I know a lot of people would be the same. You know, John Travolta who was in a great movie called Grease. Um, you wonder what the fuck happened to these lads, like because it wasn't as if. Now you have to look at their early life. And people who always... Like Irish people talking about Americans. Generally do go back to the point of... Americans are fucked up. And look they are in fairness. Not all of them. But there does tend to be this little strain. And some of them they're like... Like I could literally look up something about John Travolta. And be like oh I didn't know that happened. Or Tom Cruise could have been... You know there's, there's a lot of these stories about Americans that like... I don't know. I feel like a lot more has happened to Americans. Like nothing really happens to Irish people. Like you know it's... The, like, the odd the other Irish person might have been abused, or like, you know, some of these things happen to people, but there's not, there's not the same level of like, fucked up shit that happens to the Irish, that happened to the Americans, especially this generation, obviously you went back to the fucking famine years, and you went back to the war of independence stuff, you could probably find a bit more, the Magdalene Laundries era, probably find a bit more stuff, not that bad stuff doesn't happen, but anyone listening knows what I mean, Um. so Tom Cruise, what was the next point? Yeah, and he has to pay fucking 400k, to Katie per month until the daughter is 18 well, fuck, and he has to pay all the bills as well the poor bastard but I think that's unfair now. That's in fairness I, I wouldn't fancy the cunt too much but I think that's a bit unfair now like he has nothing got to do with the daughter at all like he's not even allowed joint custody they do say I was looking at the New York something New York court or someone was saying that they don't like doing which is actually a good point they don't like doing joint custody when the parents are fighting because obviously just go like fucking nuts at each other. That's actually a good idea to be honest. But I think I don't know if it's the same in Ireland or because I I don't know anything about it. But I must. One thing I'd love to do is just go to a court session about something, not like a murder or anything like you know nasty. Because I feel like something could break out and I could get in the middle of it by accident. Um. But something like uh. I don't know something. I'd love to go to a real like high stakes trial though. Actually, murder is kind of the highest stake. Like, I would have loved to be there at the O.J. Simpson trial, just because it's so infamous, like. Or, the the Ashley Murphy trial would have been in, interesting, actually. Yeah, that was nice he got caught in the end. Um, but stuff like that, like, that's... It's it's interesting stuff, like, even to be in the court... Because I've never been in the courtroom, like, thank fuck. I've never been there standing on the... Standing up on the... No, I've never been fucking... Never been the one in the court, like, thank God. But I've never been even there sitting as like some as the audience just looking at it. But um Dance class and knock line, uh, fucking hell. But I'll I'll read their their kind of their little side note. This is kind of what they This is on their main website and I'm just looking at the They have a big four thousand seater um fucking place. That's never fucking used. I think it's four thousand seats. I'm just looking at a picture of it there. It's it's really, it's really bright. Like the lights are all white kind of lights. It looks really really intensely happy, and you know intensely perfect. And that kind of scares me a bit. I like the look of a rougher place. You know, because at least I you know yeah. Like they're not trying to r- fucking light you. We proudly welcome those who share the goal of bettering the lives of individuals and strengthening communities across Dublin and throughout Ireland. Everyone is welcome. Our doors are open from morning until night. Seven days a week. 
Yeah. But you're, look, it's probably no more than anyone getting brainwashed by that and else. Like, the far right, the the far left, like, all, all of them can brainwash you, like, you know? Like, I was talking to a lad before, and he was like, you know what, he was actually a very nice fella. But, like, he was talking about, you know, immigrants, obviously. He was a, you know, he's a kind of a far right politician kind of thing. And he was giving out about immigrants. And he was saying, you know, Ireland is very Irish and we can't even house the Irish and we're fucking bringing in immigrants. Which, in fairness, is actually a fair point. But the problem is that they go too far. Like, he made a post the other day about, like, the big thing that happened, obviously, on Thursday night, the riots. Thursday, 23rd of September? Or fucking November, Jesus. About the riots in Dublin. And all he blamed, he just blamed the government, saying it would get to this. And he didn't say anything about how terrible it was that businesses were kicked in. And I feel like they have this kind of emotionless aspect where they just... They don't really care what happens. They just kind of, all they want is someone to blame or someone to scapegoat and they won't even address. Like they have no kind of emotion behind them. They just kind of want to kind of have a go at politicians even in like such like emotional circumstances. Obviously fucking a bus was burnt, a Lewis was burnt. People were fucking injured. Guards were harassed like fuck. And like they don't really care. You know, they are that kind of emotionless kind of a cunt like. And it's, that like, that's what they are. They're far right. They don't really care. Like even I was listening to a group chat the other day. It was like a what's it must have been it was probably on Telegram or something like that. I was just looking at, at someone that I was on TikTok and it was literally just a man recording a voice note and it was like kill them all if you see a black lad, if you see something like this, just kill them all. I've never been as fucking shocked, like Jesus Christ. Now I know like ninety nine percent of people are not like that shit, but it's just they all kinda of tend to come out at the same time. But anyway, the point is it's so easy to get brainwashed because, like, subtly, like that lad made a point that the the lad in the far the national party, he was like, I ended up not publishing this in the end because I feel like I came off bad and I feel like it probably wasn't fair to let someone on. I probably it was probably a bad idea talking to him in the first, but no, I think it was interesting to talk to them. But I, I feel like I probably didn't do myself any justice letting them on and just letting them kind of say what they wanted. But his point about like, oh, sure, fucking Irish can't even. Irish don't even have houses and now we're bringing in immigrants that makes that point is good and like that could be used and they said the unvetted immigrants coming in I understand that's what they're angry about but that's not really what they're angry about they're angry about immigrants they don't like immigrants at all and the reality of the country is that there's always going to be immigrants and like obviously the Irish were fucking some of the biggest immigrants into the USA for fucking years I, mean, I don't know what we are now but like back in the obviously the famine years and you know, back in the eighties as well, and fucking other plenty of other times when Ireland was a dive, like you know that people let us in, and we were probably weren't overly vetted. We definitely weren't fucking vetted going over in the coffin ships anyway in the famine times. So, yeah, I think people have this over nationalistic, like kind of too nationalistic or kind of you know too patriotic, where it does turn into fucking racism because you're always going to have a certain amount of immigrants in the country. You're always going to have tourists as well, and people kind of think you know there shouldn't be anyone who's not Irish in the country. And that doesn't really make sense. That's never been the case in any country. And it certainly hasn't been the case in any country in the last 100 years or 50 years. Definitely in Ireland, like, you know, in the fucking 80s and in the 90s, it kind of started, it kind of became a place that people started coming to. Like, so it shouldn't be, you know, it's ne it's never going to be a place where it's just going to be Irish people anymore. You kind of have to accept it. Like, we got a lot of our money off tourists. We get a lot of money off our tourists by selling this message that fucking leprechauns are real and that the Irish drink all day and drink all night like we kind of sent that message to them so we can't be fucking hypocritical and be like you know like a lot of these tourists are the ones fucking 
giving us jobs like so I don't think we should you know I think it's a bit fucking stupid to be be going at them that much yeah like but anyway, and then like obviously there like they, that would be their little message like oh yeah unvetted migrants is a joke but I think even if they were vetted and even if there was only a certain amount of them coming in they'd never actually be happy like they'd always like anytime an immigrant does something then you know it's very hard to win like so all these little groups are very very manipulative manipulative like and so same as the Scientology all they all they do is say something very small and that kind of starts them on this road to the controversial stuff they're going to say and then they kind of have you they have you in a grip like so it's very that's why I just wouldn't be able to because I get manipulated very easily by like even the National Party lad like, I started getting manipulated by him and I didn't really know what to say because he was making good points these people are convincing as well like these lads in Scientology I can imagine as well are extremely convincing so yeah but it's there's not really much else I can say about it, to be honest. Yeah, they kind of have this thing of betterment. It's very, very eerie, though. It's very eerie, like, because it, it looks like such a nice place. But it's just really eerie. Like, at least you look at the likes of somewhere awful. Like, let me think. Like, the Magdalene Laundries. That looked like a fucking dive. Now, at the same time, in fairness, we didn't know what was going on behind closed doors. I wasn't alive, obviously. But, like, just reading the stories about it and looking at stuff, documentaries about it and stuff. We didn't know what was going to happen. Like, we didn't know that, like... We didn't know it was that bad. We didn't know there was going to be the fucking, the fucking secret graves and all that kind of shit that came in the end, the baby graves and all that like awful shit. But like, at the same time, people were brainwashing to this idea that they had to send off their daughter or that the daughter had to go to one of these homes if they had a kid out of wedlock or whatever, if they were pregnant out of wedlock. So that idea alone brainwashed people. Like, you know, and if you think about it now, I don't criticise anyone who like, who did because like, in fairness, that back then, like, the Catholic Church was everything, like, you know, that people, people swore by that, like, people were Catholics, and that was the community, like, so if you fucking step out of line in the community, you're kind of on your own, and no one wants to be on their own, like, but they were just so brainwashed, like, if you think, if you think nowadays, like, imagine just some random young one from, from locally, like, just got pregnant, and um, just had a boyfriend or whatever, or just had just a one-night stand or something, like, I think there would still be the element of, like, if it was a one night stand, they'd be like, oh, you fucking idiot. But I don't think anyone would send them off to a home anymore. Like, you know, but that was just normalized back then. It was mad. Like, but I'd love to do a bit more reading up on that because that was very interesting. I was looking at, actually, I saw a TikTok when I was looking at all my Scientology TikToks. Yeah, I stumbled upon one of the, one of the Magdalene Laundries and it was literally just one of the old ones. And they just, they went in there, lad, a lad went in, I don't know if it was a paranormal researcher or something, but they went in there at night. And it just was a video showing of it going up the stairs and going into one of the rooms and it just put chills down your back. But it's probably like them, I'd love to go to one of them um, reform schools. Like, do you know the, do you know the movie um, Song for a Raggy Boy? It's a very fucking, it's another very uncomfortable movie to watch because it's all about like the abuse scandal in like the church and like basically how all these kids were put into this reform school and half of them couldn't even read properly or like they were really like undereducated and like but they were just kind of in this like regime where they were just fucking bet every day and sexually abused and it was rough like they were they were just they just didn't have to really get a childhood you know but that um Aidan Quinn is in it actually out of um he was in Michael Collins he played Harry Bowling and Michael Collins but it's a very fucking chilling movie like it's it's very very rough like I wouldn't watch it again, to be honest, because I just it it it'd leave you a bit shook, like. But, um, yeah, I'd love to go to one of them because I feel like it'd just be so 
eye-opening but it's like the likes of Auschwitz like all these places you know the history you don't know the history but like you kind of know the general history and you're like fuck that's scary like but um yeah that's uh, probably a more somber note to finish on today but uh yeah anyway so look that's it lads and uh, try not to join psychology before the next episode scientology for the next episode and um yeah best of luck if anyone wants to hop the gates with me into knock line scientology place and knock on the door and kick a bit of football out in the pitch because the pitch is meant to be very nice actually bring the hurleys maybe um just let me know um get a challenge match going right lads good luck